I'm Chris. And I'm Mike. Join us twice a week as we share the ways we live a positive lifestyle. From books to interviews and everything in between, we share the abundance the universe has brought our way and reveal it to you. Let's get started. All right, this is Season 3, Episode 145. We're glad you joined us again. And if you're here for the first time, welcome. This is my sixth episode I've recorded today. Now it's your fifth. It's going to be six. This is your fifth. Yeah. Yeah. We will do six today. <laughs> Sorry. Don't it's be a good. whiner. Like well, I'm not whining. I just... Be a winner. Don't be a whiner. It's all in preparation for... Yep, for vacation. For vacation time. But, so by the time, with the day this comes out, we will be flying home for vacation. So I'll be a little sad. But you know what else it is? What? It's the final countdown to your surgery. Yes. One week from today. Ooh, the day you guys are hearing this, yes. You you will be be having your surgery. Yep. And then onward and upward from there. Onward and upward, and that just means, so we will have a nice break for vacation, and then it'll be craziness to deal with all the prep for because you have a lot going on that oh yeah yeah a lot going on the week that this is coming out yes a lot you have doctor's appointments anesthesiologist appointments covid tests then you have to self-quarantine so and then off to surgery then off to surgery early early in the morning so i'm glad you brought up the vacation because that was our challenge so you guys are supposed to be let us let us know or post on our Facebook page or give us a call at 301-392-7745 and let us know what your vacation plans were, your next your next big vacation. Now, who are you going with? Where are you going? Why are you going? How how come you're excited about going? And if for some reason you don't have one planned, then you were going to pick out your favorite vacation and let us know about that by calling 301-392-7745 or, or <laughs> post on our Facebook page. He is getting slap happy, people. He does not do well. He's like a caged animal. He doesn't do, I do well. Yeah, I don't, I don't do well. So we, again, so once again, we're skipping uh, Rate Your Week because, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, let's do this. What? Are we going to? In are anticipation, we gonna, we're okay. going pe- to pre-rate our vacation week. Based have, on how we think it's going to yes, go? Yes. And, and then when we come back and do the next one, we'll let everybody know how close we are. I'm going to go a 9.9. What? I'm not going to give it a 10 because I probably will have gotten like sunburn, sunburn or something. Or a blister somewhere or no, or sea nettle sting in your forehead. No, or a forehead? <laughs> no. That's what I'm going with. So, so we'll have to see what how it compares. I'm going to go with the 9.8. I'm going to be okay. right behind you. Okay. I like but I'm, that. But I'm there. I'm there. Yes. That's okay. why. Okay. Excellent. So, uh, okay. I'm so, fine with that. Okay. We, we'll uh, let you guys know when we come back how mm-hmm. close we were. And we're probably going to try. I'm going to try to get some guest speakers on or uh, do some interviews so that we can plan like for the we couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, I need to plan because I don't know when you're going to be able to sit down in here for about right. an hour to record. This is true. So I hope you go- I have a couple people in mind. I'm going to reach out to them and see when we can get them. Perfect. To chat with us. Perfect. So, So, you know, for this week's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about... So thinking outside the box yes. and paradigm shifts. We do this a lot in lean. It's pretty much the foundation of what we do. And it always astonishes me how different people react to a paradigm shift. So a paradigm shift 
is basically a paradigm is your way of thinking. Right. And when you have to shift from your old way of thinking uh, to your new way of thinking. Let you explain it to me, Lucy, because I'm big on thinking outside the box, but the paradigm shift, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Yeah. So the paradigm so. shift. So it's we see this a lot when we we video somebody doing something. So if I were to come to your job site, right. first off, we would map out what does your process look like in theory. We always wind up missing one thing or two. And then we start to break it down to what do we need to video. So, for example, what you do, we may watch, we may videotape your guys doing layout. Mm-hmm. And then we analyze that video to see, like, where the waste is, you know, from the product's point of view and from the worker's point of view. So it always amazes me how people hate to get rid of their paradigm. Like, they like the world they live in and they don't want to change well, it. swinging outside of your comfort zone. I mean, just take take a classic example of, just say taking the trash out. I do the same thing, take or the recycles, the same thing. I pull the pull the thing to the curb, drop it off, and walk back. You know, you guys could probably look at that and say, well, why don't you hook it to your truck on your next trip out, tow it out with your mm-hmm. truck, or why do you pull it? Why don't you push it? You know, I mean, right. that would be kind of what you're, right. I know that's a simple explana- explanation of it, but for me, I'm a simple man. It takes simple things for me to grasp. So I get it. Yeah. And it's, so we, we've have, we've hit office, we've hit shop, we've hit a lot of different people and it's always, but when they get, when you get a paradigm shift and you see the new way of looking at things, it is so liberating and so it's like an earthquake happening. It's unbelievable. Sorry again if you can hear Lily snoring. <laughs> She's, She's had a tough day. Really tired. So, um, so tell me. Sometimes have you ever had a paradigm shift or something where mm. you always? So you always wrote with your right hand. Now you, it's much better to write with your left hand. Have you ever had anything like that happen? I'm sure I have. I need to think about it because it's probably probably been something really big. Yeah, so it I need usually to think about is. That for a minute. We so one of the big things that we have is when we go from a batch mentality to a one piece flow mentality. So of course we all batch because our minds, for the most part, our minds tell us batching something is always better. Right. If I'm going to do, if I've got to make ten things, let me just do the first process all together at one time. Wow. Yeah. And that winds up being not a good thing because if I'm of the product, I have to wait for all my other friends to finish step one before I can go to step two. And, and if you do if you do one of step one wrong, you've now done it wrong ten times. Exactly. So have you I ever get it. I get if it. you've it so all of us make cookies in batches. Right. I mean you can make a cookie one one piece flow. It's called an easy bake oven. But most of us aren't going to do that, right? because who wants one cookie? I that's just enough to piss me off. I want a bunch of a cookies. Bunch of coo- yeah. You know? But it don't you and you you brought this up a lot, not to get away from it but you equate chipotle mm-hmm. they're lined to this a lot is this yeah. does that come into play here or? it does a little bit so let me go back to the batching sure. really quick so if you have you ever made a double batch of cookies yes have you ever forgot like the baking soda uh yes and what happens the whole, both batches are bad. Both batches are bad. So that's, but I ate them anyway. Well, that's what's going to happen because who's going to turn that's down fresh cookies? That's how that flat little cookie got invented. Yeah. The, little, the, <laughs> the tates that I love so much. Yeah. No, but you're right. It, it's so in a batch, if one thing is bad, then the whole batch winds up being bad. But yeah, so to Chipotle, they, okay, so we say this all the time with Lean, you're welcome and I'm sorry. 
because once you put on these glasses, you can, you never get to take them off. So Dan, our consultant, he loves, he has a love hate relationship with Chipotle. First off, Chipotle has, next time you go to Chipotle, if you go in, pay attention. Mm -hmm. Even if you're going to pick up, pay attention. Look at the glass. There's two pieces of glass there. So there's a division between, it's small, like what, like an eighth of an inch, sixteenth of an inch between the two pieces of glass because they can't get one big piece of glass in the building. But that is enough to stop them in their tracks. So I start, sir, what can I get for you? What would you like from Chipotle? I want a salad. Okay, you'd like a salad. Okay, what kind of protein would you like on it? Barbacoa. Barbacoa. Okay, so I'm going to grab the bowl. Okay. And I'm going to tell you what I should do, and then I'm going to tell you what they do do. So I grab the bowl. Let's say there's two other people. So I have Lily and I have Chloe next to me, right? We have a cat and a dog at Chipotle making salads. Working it. I'm going to start... They're already working on other orders. I'm going to start. I'm going to put your lettuce in, and then I'm going to put your barbacoa in. And then what should happen is Lily, who is next to me, should pull it down because she's been freed up by Chloe because Chloe has pulled Pulled from her. I got it. What winds up happening is I grab your lettuce, I grab your barbacoa, and then I slide it down, and I go on to the next person. So what's happening to your product? It's, it's sitting. It's sitting. So we call that weight, right? Mm-hmm. So first it's been transported, right? right? And now it's, it's just, just in, it's, we call it storage. So we have a, we have an acronym. It's called TIPS, Transportation, Inspection, um, Processing, or Storage. So it's in storage. First it gets transported, then it gets stored. But if you're the product, don't you just want to go down the line? Absolutely. Of course you do. So that's, that is a huge paradigm shift. So next time you go to Chipotle... It will bug the crap out of you. Dan went a few weeks ago and he came in and his face was so ready, was so mad. So now Chipotle has, because mobile ordering is so big, right? <clears throat> so when you order on your mobile app, at least the one up in Waldorf has a whole like online sec- section where they make the food, put right, the food it's together. Separate, it's exactly. separate from everything else that's being made. Right. So he goes in one time, he places an order on his app the wait for the food after he was told it would be ready at seven o'clock is an hour past its due date, the, the time. Really? Yeah. Eesh. So there's probably 30 people who said waiting for to-go orders. Meanwhile, there's four people in the line that are going through, but the two aren't working together. Right. So they're not giving the excess They're not shifting it over to the line people that no. are making the line for the... Nope. So then half the time, the line people are idle why while these people the are mobile working, orders are there those guys are on fire trying to get up. them out right. right so he winds up complaining chipotle they give him his money back next time he goes in he go he's like okay it was a debacle last time i'm gonna go in i'm gonna place my order so he does and he says i'd like chips and salsa and they're like i'm sorry we don't have any then he watches somebody from the to-go pull chips from underneath their cash register separate cash register and put it with a to-go order he goes they have chips. They go, oh, that's to go. We can't take from to go. <laughs> he said, so if I were to go on the app and place an order for chips and salsa, I could get that. Yep, absolutely. It is so, so insane. That's so, ridiculous. So that's yeah. a paradigm shift. Right. To, to think 
what else can I do? And it goes back to the Oz principle, which is on accountability. And you think to yourself, what else can I do to make this happen? So paradigm shifts are really tough, but they're very, very necessary in order to propel things forward. So next time you guys are washing your dishes, loading your dishwasher. Not only in the business world, but, you know, (laughs) check it out at home or check it out with the things you do personally as well. I think so. The other thing we talk about a lot of times is working on external time and internal time. So take a NASCAR driver, right? Do you, you want him to, when do you want him to make the pit stop? Is he on external time or is he on internal time? It's internal time. Internal time. Right. Okay. So, but you want to, so let me ask you a question. So he's, so we're making the pit stop, but do you want the guys to get the tires and to get the gas after he's parked on his, while he's already in there? Oh, you have this stuff staged and ready to go. That's because while he's driving around the track, which is external time, you're prepping. Right. So I always think about like, so for example, in the morning when I get my breakfast together, I have coffee to make. I have creamer to warm up in the frother. I have a breakfast sandwich to heat up. And I have, oh, sorry, I have a banana to get and I have the treats to give to the animals. I have five things I need to do. So certain processes I can start and walk away from. Start the microwave, start start the Keurig, whatever. So I do my best to set stuff up so it can work on external time while I'm doing other things right. at the same time. So kind of kind of simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So think about your life and think about how you do things and how you can have a paradigm shift. It's hard, but think about it. I, you're welcome and I'm sorry. Because yeah. <laughs> you can never unsee it. Yeah. Got it. I like it. But this is one of the things I love about Lean so much. And <laughs> my mom is probably laughing at me right now because it's so it would have been in so in the vein of my dad because he would have called it just being efficient. Right. And he's right. He would have been right. But it's it's more than that. It's about looking at the best practice and the best ways to do it. So so we've had some people who have had like, I'm telling you, when you have a paradigm shift and you see that you can immediately see the reaction on somebody's face. Sorry, my bracelets are clanging. Um, you can immediately see that that light bulb go off. You see them get it. You You see them do it. So I want you this this week when you're at work. I want you to think about things and look at it with those few things I've given you information right. on. I could come in. I could process map. I could do a process map or value stream map on your processes or whatever it is that you're doing. And then I could come in video and then we could watch it and we could look for the waste and look for the ways to eliminate the waste. I don't have time for that. I have a, a job to do. Yeah. <laughs> At shoots, which is to do that. I think I can give that a shot on my own, let you know how it goes. It's really interesting. And the funny thing is that, and I'll give you another tip. If you guys actually do start videoing, hold your camera, hold your phone sideways. Don't hold it up and down because you don't get full screen. Hold it vertically, not horizontally. Hold it horizontally, Horizontally, not not vertically. vertically. Yep, so hold it sideways. So there's your little lean tip and your paradigm shift info for today. So I see up on the board there, it says The Go-Getter. Yeah, so another book. Yep, I finished The Oz Principle which was really good. And I actually started to incorporate principles, the Oz principle into my goal aligners, which I've talked about for the past couple of weeks. So the go-getter is another book that Jonathan recommended to me. And so the, actually the first thing that I love the most about it is that it's the vernacular is totally different than words we use now. So it was written, I don't know when it was written, but the time period is like 1917 to 1919, somewhere around there. Wow. 
So it's very different. And the guy who I'm listening to it on Audible, the guy who reads the book does a really good job of changing up his cadence and his tone of his voice to match the character. Cause there's one old guy who I just picture kind of like a, um, like a Scrooge type of person. Yeah. He's not a Scrooge, but kind of really old like that. So it's a, it's a really good book and it's about how people need to do a little bit more than just, it's about giving your best and not just giving good. Got it. So it's a really good book. It's in our Audible account. It is an hour. So I would suggest that you listen to it. You'll you'll really like it because I really think you will identify with the drive that this guy has. I I think it's a little excessive in some cases. I... But I, anyway, I, it's a really, really good book. Well, I'm big on those books anyway. I mean, if that book was written in like 1917, I mean, it's it's really, I don't know, funny is not the word, right word to say, but it's it's odd that so many books out there like this one have were written in the early 1900s mm-hmm. that are so true today. Mm-hmm. You know, look at, there's another one after, look at Napoleon Hill's book, mm-hmm. Thank You Grow Rich. That book was written in the early 1900s and it is still true yeah, today. Yeah, it is. You know? You're absolutely right. So check out Good The team. Go-Getter. It is by, um, I will tell you in a second who the author is. It is dun, 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 Peter B. Kind, K-Y-N-E. So it's like it's an hour on Audible. It's a short book. I'll give it a shot. Yep. So you want to talk a little bit about cultivating kindness? Yeah. What I, yes, because I think that what we need to do, you, you know, even on social media, news everywhere you look we're cultivating a class of information that's being passed around that is poorly edited um it's leaning one way it's it's you know almost guiding us in a direction of i don't want to say hatred but it's it's turning the world intolerance yes so I'd like to flip the script on that, and I want people to start cultivating kindness or repeating that kindness or, you know, talking about it more, showing people uh, if somebody does something great, let's all talk about it. Our buddy you know? Mike Benton is huge yeah. at that. Well, he does such a good job. I think he, he he brings that up a lot, so I'm 90% sure he's oh, read he's that read book. Oh, he's read it? Okay. Yeah, because he's he's posted about it a lot, okay. you know, the go-getter. Um, he's posted about that a lot on his Facebook page. Okay. Um, and I've been sharing a lot of his stuff. You mm-hmm. know, we had talked mm-hmm. about this some time before about, you know, if you see something nice, share it. But not only that, let's start calling people out. Mm-hmm. People that do kindness or do you see an act of kindness going on or someone helping someone, you know, with a flat tire. Let's t- snap a picture of that and post it. Right. Instead you know, of not the flaming car stuff. over on the shoulder of the road that's on fire. Let's, you know, let's start posting as much good stuff as we can. You know, let's start cultivating some more kindness and some better things for people to look at. I only wish we could get a news program that would post nothing but good news. Yeah. You know, that's like when we do our positive podcast here, you know, this whole project that we got going on, we do a good news story every week, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not a bad news story. Mm-hmm. It's a good news story. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of them out there, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it would be very easy to switch everybody to wanting to watch good stuff instead of bad stuff. Mm-hmm. So much bad news and stuff, like you said, what what's your term for what sells TV? Oh, the ne- um, negative news. Bl- what? Uh, oh, if it oh if it bleeds, it leads. Yes. Yeah. So why don't we? How hard would it be to turn that around for for God's yeah, sake? I agree. You know, let's flood everything that we got with as much kindness and good stories and good Samaritan acts and 
You know, just like we post the, our good news story every week, you know, you guys find one, post it, you know, or create, it, or, one. Or create one, you know, I you see, be the kind. To see I see. It. It's funny because now that I'm on the frequent, this like, and I've been on this frequency for a while, but I tend to scroll past the political stuff, always the stuff where people, yep. um, you know, are constantly bashing either somebody or a side or whatever it is. And, but I've also noticed that I have a lot more, I have friends who are more frequently posting kind things or positive things. And I really like kudos to you guys for doing that yep. because I think that that's what the world needs more of. Absolutely. And I will stop and read those in a heartbeat mm-hmm. compared to some of the other crap. Mm-hmm. Like you, I scroll right past it. So. Yeah. I don't even like, I just, I'm like, eh, whatever, just tune right. it out. But I, t- I wanted to throw that in. So. I think that's a great thing. Do you have a good news story for us, my dear? I do. And I have shared this to our face in our Facebook group. It'll post uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. So I make- watched this earlier yeah. and, it, and I had to stop for a minute or, because it actually started to bring a tear to my eye and mm-hmm. I wanted to finish. So make sure that when you click on the link, scroll down to the bottom and watch the video. So there was, uh, there's a little girl. She is in fifth grade. Her name is Ellie. She wanted to create a video to help spread information about her little brother who his name is Willem. He was starting first grade at her elementary school and Ellen, I mean, Willem has autism and she wanted people to understand that Willem has all of these words in his head. He just can't get them out of his mouth. So, and how, you know, he loud places or new kids scare him because his ears and eyes are extra sensitive. And I think that is such an awesome way to describe children with autism, that they're extra sensitive. They're not different. They're not weird. They're just extra sensitive in certain ways. And it doesn't mean they're any less than. It means that they're same as. They just have a different way of expressing themselves. So she did a really, really great job. And they even put a tissue warning on (laughs) on the webpage. So check it out. She did a really really good job. Ellie, you are amazing and you're going to do amazing things in this world. Absolutely. So how about our positive quote for the day? Yep. So in the same vein, be the person that makes others feel special. Be known for your kindness and grace. That I definitely like. Yes. Do you have a challenge for us this week? I do. I do. So the challenge is tied back into cultivate the kindness. So if you see someone doing something good or you know, um, helping someone out, call them out, you know, let's let it be known. Um, post it on Facebook, spread the word, let everybody know, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's just as simple as someone opening a door for someone, acknowledge them, let them know about it. I mean, the more we spread this around, the more people feel comfortable doing it and the more it will be okay for everybody to see that this is the way it really was meant to be. Yep, exactly. I think that's fabulous. And my, my little caveat to that is, um, I'm going to post all the awesome baby Yoda memes <laughs> that I can find because they are fantastic. And that is about as positive as you Absolutely can get. Absolutely positive as you You're can You're looking get. at me like I have lost my ever-loving mind. That's so funny. Anyway, with, baby Yoda with my baby on. Yoda t-shirt on. That's right. That's right, people. So anyway, so uh, make sure you are following us on Facebook. We have the Facebook group, The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Yes. Uh, give us a five-star rating. And Absolutely. Hit that subscribe hit that, button. That way you will not miss an episode. Yep, exactly. And or give us a call at 301-392-7745. Call me. Yes. Like Blondie said. Absolutely. Call me. 
All right. So I hope you guys have a great week. We will report back to you for next week's episode on how vacation was, how my Zoom call turned out, and how flying was. That's another reason to hit that subscribe button. Absolutely. You don't want to miss episode 157. You will want to hear about the Clampets. That's what we call our group. The Clampet (laughs) shenanigans in Florida. Yes. It will be fun. Anyway, so have a great week. Be kind, be well, and... Until next time, choose positivity, my friends.